Hello everyone and welcome to episode 4 of the Digital Marketing Punkcast. So today I'm going to be talking to Kaz Lalji. You may remember last week I talked to Josh Jackson from eJigsaw about branding. Well I wanted to move it a little bit forward this week. I wanted to continue our little journey. So what do you think of once you've uh, established your brand as a small business or a startup? Well you're probably going to start thinking about a website. Uh, the Your first foray, as it were, into the digital world. So, I wanted to talk about web-based website builders. Now, you may not know what they are, uh, but we're going to explain all that in my conversation with Kaz Lalji. And the reason this is a subject which is very close to my heart is because I've always had a little bit of a, a negative feeling around web builders um online and you know I would usually push someone in the direction of going down you know a WordPress website or a, a proper CMS platform if they're going down an e-commerce route then to go down an e-commerce CMS platform if you don't know what all this means don't worry a CMS is a content management system that's what your website will be built on the little building blocks or the foundations as it were which you build on to make your beautiful wonderful website and um, these web-based builders are obviously very, very different. And my opinion of them were that they were very restricted. They didn't let you do anything when it came to actually doing any marketing. Then they wouldn't allow you to have the options because you are in the hands of the people that build these platforms. Um, so I wanted to have a discussion with someone about it. Now, I'll be honest, I don't know a huge amount about web-based website builders. I don't really use them in my day-to-day work or uh, I haven't used them for many, many years now. So I needed someone that did know about them. And fortunately, Kaz is one of these people. Kaz works for an agency in uh, Manchester. Um, he works for Sock Med. You should go and check them out. They, um, they obviously do a lot of social media work for clients but they also build um, Weebly sites as well for clients as well. Uh, So if you are thinking of taking your first forays into the digital world, then I strongly recommend that you uh, go and check him out. I must admit, my ideas and my thoughts were turned around with what Kaz had to say. He was a wonderful, lovely guy. Um, He spoke very passionately about what he does. And The key thing that I'm going to take away from my conversation with Kaz was his mindset, his mental attitude. And that was, if you are in the market for a new website, you've started up a business, or, you know, what Kaz was saying, he was saying if you're just, if you have an idea um, that you think you want to get out on the web, or you have a blog, or you've got something that you're passionate about, just go and do it. Just do it. That's what my sort of mindset has been for a very long time. Even though I don't maybe actually think about that directly that's what my mindset is just go and do it this might not be the best podcast in the world but I just go and do it because that's what I'm passionate about and that's what I want to talk about Uh, and Kaz has exactly the same mindset and what I love is that he he puts that across to his clients as well and we had this conversation about, you know, I work for an agency um, and we build clients' websites and we do the best possible job that we can do because we're dealing with thousands and thousands of pounds worth of client money. And, you know, we don't have the attitude of just go and do it, just go and find it because we need to be very, very careful. But if you're in the position of a startup or a small business, you have the opportunities and they won't tell you this, these big agencies, you have the opportunities to just go out and do it yourself and try it. If it doesn't work, try something else. And that's what I took away from Cal at Lalji's conversation. So here it is. Here is a discussion, me and Kaz Lalji from SockMed, all about web 
based website builders. I hope you enjoy. Okay, I am here with Kaz Lalji uh, here with me. Kaz, introduce yourself. Uh, you know, tell me who you are, what you do, uh, and uh, yeah, introduce yourself. Um, yeah, uh, hi everyone. Uh, yeah, my name's Kaz Kaz Lalji. Um, I'm uh, I suppose I'm a social media marketer based in Manchester and uh, in a part of the part of Manchester called Media City, where I run a small social media agency. Um, a bit about me, I suppose. Um, I don't know what can I say. Um, I've always been involved in marketing since I was at university and postgraduate. My um, field has always been marketing, and that's what I've qualified in. Um, so we're here today to talk about web-based website builders. Now, um, that's a bit of a, a sort of a loose and fast term, I suppose. Um, so could you sort of explain a little bit about what is a, a web-based website builder? Uh, you know, for, for people that are looking on creating and building their own website from start for as a, as a startup or a small business, you know, what is a web-based website builder? Right. Okay. I mean, I suppose to keep it as simple as possible is we all want a website at some point or another or want to create a website whether it's starting a small business a hobby or a blog and whenever you hear about websites or make inquiries they're always talking about numbers in the thousands of pounds and if you're a startup business i'm not saying it's wasting money to buy a website i'm just saying when you're starting off and you're just doing it as a hobby it's going to be something cheap and cheerful if you like so a website web build a website builder allows you to have something that's cheap and cheerful but still allows you to do what you want and it's a bit like a drag and drop system so you know no complicated coding and extra things you have to worry about you basically have a have a choice of options and you drag and drop the options that you want and before you know it you've created pages you've created pictures you've got copy and before you know it literally i suppose you could do a website and literally well i reckon you could set up a, create a website from scratch and do it within an hour that's fantastic and you made you made a really good point there and uh, right okay so i i work for an agency i work for a digital agency and people you know try and put the cross symbol at me sometimes when i say that but <laughs> I, I do i do work for a digital agency we build we build websites we build econ stores you know all that kind of stuff and you make a really valid point when you say for a for a small business and a startup there is no shame whatsoever in starting out with one of these web-based website builders there's no shame at all because you you hit the nail on the head you said you know when you do talk to an agency it does typically mean that you're going to be speaking in in the figures of you know thousands of pounds which is just too much for a for a startup and a small business isn't it so um you know, I know, I know it costs that much, um, from obviously my experience because, you know, you're paying for, um, the salesperson's time, you're paying for the project manager's time, you're paying for the developer's time. And usually there's numerous developers involved, a designer, uh, and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, so you've hit the nail on the head. There's no shame in producing your web, your website on a web-based system. Yeah, absolutely right. Because in the early days, I mean, if you're going to start off, say, a small e-commerce business and with a little shop on on the website, 
you're not actually Tesco at that point. You might have aspirations to become Tesco, but you're not at that point. So you need something that's quite easy, something basic. And as the business develops, that's when you can start thinking about websites. So for example, SockMed, um, we've been going literally three years and it was only uh, literally almost on our third year anniversary. We thought maybe we needed a better website to allow us to do things. And that's not dismissing the likes of the standalone or drag and drop websites as I refer to them so your Wixes, your Weeblies and I think one to one there's different ones they're great and we've been using Weebly for three years I mean it's amazing I'm sure we'll speak about it a bit more later but now we've got Mm. to a point where we want more SEO functions we want different features on the website and we want more things that are basically gonna allow us to do do well I suppose demand increases, and we know now what we're good as a good are good at as a business, and we know who our customers are, what they expect. So we've gone through that customer journey, and now we're like, right, okay, this is what a customer expects, and now we need to build it. So now we we've got to a point where we've had to spend say single digit thousands to build a website, and um, we're gonna we're gonna see how it goes from there. Okay, so that's, that's obviously your experience using a web-based sort of builder. So you were, you you started off with that platform. Um, was it Weebly? Sorry, you started off and you were with you were with them for three years. So what was your experience with them? Oh, I can't say enough about Weebly. It is amazing. I mean, the the way the platform works is basically I have ten websites on my console. I just pick and choose which one. I mean, I've got eight of the websites set up and they do different things. And people say sometimes it's not good for SEO and things like that. But I created a website for a mobility scooter. And for the first two years that was running, that was number one on Google when you made the search term for that particular scooter. So, for, And then the person actually selling the scooter was mine was just a fan page. And the person selling the scooter was paying literally thousands every month just to get above me. And now... Still with no SEO, with nothing, we're number three on Google. So we've dropped from one to three, but it's still pretty impressive considering it's a a drag and drop website that literally took me two and a half hours to build and to create uh, from start to finish. Of course, I bought the domain, but the good thing about these, uh, the likes of Weebly, they allow you to host it. So all I've done is bought the domain for about 10, 20 quid, whatever the cost. I've uh, built a website on Weebly. And, let, and I pay Weebly like a, a subscription. I think it's like £30 a website or something, and that lasts a year. Okay, so uh, we mentioned we mentioned cost there, which is, you know, when we're talking in comparison to the thousands of pounds that you could, if you went to an agency, um, if you went to a web agency and said, I want a website, um, you know, we could be talking, you know, some people go to an agency and they say they want a 10-page website or, I mean, I hate it when when <laughs> when clients do, do come to, to that because, I do feel that when they come to an agency, there is a level of you are paying not just for the expertise in terms of the actual technical developer knowledge, but you're coming to them for for the expertise in in you know the 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 SEO stuff like you mentioned, the design, the how how that website's going to sort of operate and create that user journey. Um, but when we're talking about the thousands of pounds that you could be spending for that kind of service from an agency in comparison to, yeah, you've got the domain, which is, let's be honest, a couple of pounds per year. And then you've got a subscription service, which is a menial fee in comparison to a thousand pounds, thousands of pounds that you could spend. Yes. Okay. It's one off for a website, but you generally get tied into, you've got, um, 
hosting, which is usually taken care of by your agency. Sometimes you can do it yourself, but it's sometimes taken care of by your agency. You've got um, the ongoing updates and maintenance that goes into that. There are ongoing costs with with having a website. And I'm talking when I'm talking about a website built by an agency. Obviously, I'm talking about the likes of those that are hosted on WordPress or a different kind of content management system platform, which are not based on, you know, not a, a SaaS sort of model. It's it's not a, a subscription service. It's um, it's put on a server and you manage that server and it's a, it's a whole software system which you have to build from. Um, so the costs involved are dramatically different. Yeah. So... Other than Weebly that we've obviously discussed, um, what are the other main players? Because it, it, I know, I know from my past experience, it, this is sort of chop and change, and there's newcomers to the to the market. And um, you know, I know Weebly have been around for a, for a long, long time now. Um, uh, so, wh- who are the main players? You would probably say at this point in in the the you know this sort of vertical at the moment. I suppose. Um, at the moment, I suppose you have, I suppose there's um, Squarespace, there's there's Wix, there's Weebly, and I think there's one and one. So I think between them, you realise that, and the good thing about these, they also develop, obviously they're not going to be as good as a, a custom-made website, which when you need one, you need one. So it's not going to be as good as a custom-based website, but the things will change over time. So when it first came out, you may not have been able to put a YouTube video. When I say first came out, I'm talking maybe 10 years hmm. ago, but after uh, seven years ago, you were allowed to put YouTube videos on. And then they give you the H1 header, the H2 header. And then I'm saying things like these, these are SEO things. So when you're on a website and you want to put a menu um, title or a page title, the H1 and the H2 headers are important, which basically tells Google that this is a page that talks about certain subjects. So you make a really good point here as well, which is they you are sort of... The one restriction I'd say you have with um, one of these models, and I say it's a restriction because you're you're sort of stepping on it there about the one restriction you have is that you are obviously restricted to the platform, the developers at Weebly. You are restricted to the people at Weebly. I'm using Weebly as an example now, but the people at Weebly yeah. to develop that platform to make it more relevant, up to date, that kind of thing. And you are restricted to that. Now, I remember years ago when working on these kind of sites that they were they weren't very good for for i'm saying they weren't very good for seo they didn't allow you to have the malleability like you were mentioning there for for changing meta meta titles for changing meta descriptions for adding h1s and h2s h2s and being able to subsection off all of your content they didn't have that but but you're saying now I haven't now I'll be honest I haven't touched a, a web-based builder for a long long time they're, they're sort of catching up to that now mm, yeah no no I think you're absolutely right some of the features and functions I think if they had I think what, what they usually do is I suppose they're a bit like supermarkets do you know when you see a supermarket do one thing and then all of a sudden all the other supermarkets copy yeah it? it's they're a bit like that so so I think about um, about 12 to 18 months ago Squarespace were quite new on the market and they were doing some innovative things letting you have like like before on a website you'll have loads of small pictures now a lot of websites as soon as you hit them they have a a video or a massive picture and that's kind of the main thing you have one main image or one main picture which you didn't have which you weren't able to do on these drag and drop websites but 
over the last 18 months, they're giving you this facility now and you are, you are, excuse me, you are able to do it. I think um, you make a good point. Now, I, to be honest, I see a balance of the two. I see a lot of websites designed by agencies, you know, these, these WordPress package sort of websites designed by agencies, which are, they look terrible and they look like they're from the 1980s still, uh, and they're not designed up to scratch. And that's because, you know, a client's gone and said, I just want a website and they don't care how it's looked. You look at some of these, uh, and you can tell in some cases, because you can scroll down to the bottom and see, oh, this has been made by Squarespace. Um, you, you look at some of these Squarespace websites now, or Weebly websites, and they it's not like they're not looking the part. These don't look any more like they did in terms of templated websites where you could tell, wow, this has just been picked off a shelf and they've added their own text and it's got mm-hmm. a very, very stock sort of imagery on it. You know, they have this functionality, like you say, yeah. the big the big um, banners, which is, you know, very key in, in modern web design now the video um the the video banners that you can have up there those those interactive finishing elements they they all include now it's sometimes very difficult just from landing on a site to tell the difference between one that's been built by an agency or been built on a wordpress platform and one that's been built on one of these um, one of these web-based builders yeah, you're absolutely right. And that was one of the first reservations I had. I thought, I'm not going to get a website at the bottom. Claim I'm a digital marketing agency. And at the bottom, it says this website was made by Weebly. I mean, it's, it's almost not embarrassing, but it's not something you want to do. So once again, these uh, companies have thought of the different options and different things that someone would go through. So, for example, if you didn't want to spend a penny on a Weebly website, you could actually go up and have a website done for free without even paying the hosting or without paying the fee. So you could have a website, say, um, digitalmarketing.weebly.com, but it would have the Weebly within the actual domain. So they're paying for the advertising on two ways. It's within the domain, and it's also um, within the at the bottom of the website. You might think, well, who would want to do that? But there was somebody I was working with, and they said, they've got a book, all the money's being donated to charity. Everybody knows it's a non-profit, so they prefer that option. So they said, we're not bothered even if Weebly's in within the title. So they didn't literally spend a penny. I think we spent a couple of hours doing it for them. And obviously, I mean, we because we've become specialists at these Weebly websites now. So because it was a charity, we actually did it for no charge at all. And we set up a, a website within two hours where they could sell these books these books and make some money for charity. That's amazing. And that's a really good example of when, when one of these platforms and doing that for, for, for free as well is, is fantastic. And that's, that's the situation. You know, the, they, they are not just for startups and they're not just for small businesses. And, you know, I, I'm firmly on the side that I do recommend that people that are doing and want a website and want that digital presence, go and use these platforms and try them. It may not fit them. You know, they may want some more functionality. They may want something bigger and better and something more impressive. And that's when you need to consider. And for that, you need to pay for it. Let's be honest. Um, but in terms of what these things can achieve and what these things can do, that they are there. And for a situation like that as well, it's, it's absolutely fantastic. And it, um, it's, perfect really okay my i suppose my next question you have a lot of experience obviously with these with these platforms um i want to know from your experience now going through this process with with weebly and the other platforms what what do you think the skills are required to actually use them so you know are these are these for real complete technophobes or do you need a little bit of technical knowledge 
even on a marketing level, do you need a little bit of SEO knowledge? Do you need, you know, what do you need to be able to go and create one, a website for a business, for a startup um, on one of these platforms? Okay, I suppose, I suppose with anything in life, there are, there's a, there's a whole spectrum of places you can go. Like, for example, I would say if you're capable of using Microsoft Word, you can use Weebly mm. to build a website. But would also say is that there are experts who specialize just on Weebly or just on Wix, and they don't just specialize in the whole website. They say we specialize in the SEO for a Weebly website. And then there's a chap called Ryan, I forget his surname. He's like a Weebly expert. So even when we get stuck, I mean, we build Weebly websites for other people, but now you've got little communities. I mean, I suppose community is quite a a hot word at the moment because it's all about communities. For example, Facebook, it's the Facebook groups that are doing really well. And it's a lot of the community element of of what we do Hmm. these days seems to be doing really well. So it's the... So you have little communities that represent, so you'll have an expert on Weebly who knows how to make your own template. There'll be an expert who does Weebly SEO. There'll be an expert who knows everything about it. So, I mean, within our team, we we we, we know people, like we work with agencies who and we build websites, but we also do Weebly websites. But somebody comes to us and says, listen, Kaz, I've got less than £1,000. We want to start up this uh, business. We want to start from scratch but we can't even start a business because it's someone saying it's going to cost us thousands of pounds to do a website. They want a fantastic website, but they're saying they're not in a position. So that's where Weebly comes into it. So we will, we'll build them a Weebly website within their budget. And that's the good thing about Weebly. You don't, it doesn't have to be, uh, it can be a one page landing page or it can be a complicated website with 50, 50 pages. So you've got lots of options and um, having these options means that, within the Weebly world, if you like, there's different um, different levels of, um, different entry levels, like, so you can request a small website or you can request a complicated one because there are so much more functionality coming into them these days. It's, uh, it's people are becoming experts on certain very small areas. That's interesting. That's like a, a little niche within themselves. And obviously that providing, mm. being able to provide that, that service is, uh, is, is really good for, for that level, um, of, of mm. client. I think that's, that's really exciting. Um, what do you think people should be thinking about before, if they're going to go and do this alone, um, and they want to create a website on on one of these platforms. What do you think people should be thinking of, about before they just go and, and embark on trying to create a website? What you know should they be thinking? Well, I'll leave that to you. What do you think they should be thinking about prior to it? I think you'll have two sets of people. You'll have people like the first time I built a website, I uh, I was basically it's about ten years ago, and I was just every time I had an idea about something, I'd just write it on Microsoft mm. Word. And one day I realised I had about thirty different thirty pages of Microsoft Word, and I thought it would be really useful if someone could read this and get some value from it. So I basically took all that, copy and pasted it onto a Weebly website, and there you go, a website was mm. built. But in some of the talks I do, I just tell people whatever you're interested in, just create a website for it. So if you're doing blogs, if you're doing articles, say for example, someone's interested in I don't know. You could be interested in, I mean, it's, I've got uh, a computer screen in front of me. So if you're interested in computer screens, just create a website and write anything you want. Get on Weebly, get on one of these Wix websites and just create menus, create options and just go for it. Don't be too hesitant. Don't don't think too much. Yes, you should be thinking. You should be 
planning and organizing but don't let that be a hurdle to stop you doing something i'm one of those i had this i always say charities i work with boards i sit on committees i work with i always say to them you either search for perfection or you just get things done and i'm one of those i'll get things done that's just my attitude you might say oh kaz it's not absolutely perfect but sometimes you don't have time for perfection it's a bit like um do you know when something funny happens on football or on tv and everybody brings out these memes and someone slipped and it's really funny in the moment but there might be the uh, there might be the picture might be slightly pixelated the the font might not be quite right but it's in the moment and you're getting traction off it there's no point having a meeting about a meeting and launching the meme after 10 days yes it might be perfect after 10 days but it's of no use to anyone whatsoever so it's all about being in the moment so don't be scared don't be shy. Just go for it. I like it. I like the uh, the the the, view, the point of view. I like that mindset. Should I say? Actually, uh, I think you're absolutely right. Go for it. You know, you can with these platforms. You, I suppose, you can. You are. You, you know, you, you're not going to break yeah. them. You know, you're never going to break one of these platforms. Um, you know, they're they're set up to 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 not allow that to happen. Um, and you should let the creativity come from what they have, the tools that they have available, the, and uh, and their limitations and and their capabilities. And I think you're absolutely right. It's a go and do it. We live, uh, and you know this from a marketing perspective because you, you know you're a, you're a digital marketer yourself. You know you you have to live in this in this moment where if you have content, you have ideas, you have thoughts, you have. A creative whim then it's it's all about now it's about getting it done now and getting it out there as quickly as possible before someone beats you um and does it before you because you know that's that's the way that the internet works it's all instantaneous um so i like that i like that. <laughs> i like that mindset a lot um on digital marketing then because i know from the past um when and I have worked from an SEO point of view, from um, an AdWords point of view, Pace point of view, they, they have had restrictions in the past. Now I'm talking a long, long time ago. You know, if if someone's uh, going to create one of these websites and they're driving it for a business, um, are they are they restricting with platforms like you know your standard subset of digital marketing platforms? And I'm talking about Google Analytics, um, Google AdWords, you know, Facebook. That's very close to your heart. Facebook and um, uh, the Facebook Pixel yeah. and things like that. Do they restrict that? Or are they very very open to it? Yes, now? I mean, I mean, even from day one, you could always put the you know, like for example, I'm sure people know, but I'll just say it just for those who don't. So if someone wanted Google Analytics, you get the piece of code from Google and they say, put this on your website. Weebly allow you to do that. You just go on and it takes two minutes to do it. I'm sure people who have developers might say it takes longer, but for a Weebly website, it takes a few minutes. The Facebook pixel, copy and paste it over. And then it also has basic SEO functions. So if I put a picture up of a um, bottle of water, you can write picture name bottle of water so some of these basic on-site um on-site seo options and function yeah. optimizations yeah, so it allows, yeah. obviously there's obviously the things that you can't allow but once again as i mentioned before there are people who specialize in the weebly websites seo i don't think it's going to be anything to the level that when you guys build a website intent for people are custom made obviously it might not be to that level but i mean for, for, for 30 quid a year what else do we want <laughs> 
Oh, exactly. And that that's exactly the viewpoint I kind of want to put across, I think. And this it's the reason why I wanted to do this podcast, to be honest, because I think there's I feel there's a negativity around web based builders. And um, I almost felt I mean, you know that I invited I obviously invited you on this podcast because I put up a LinkedIn yeah. post asking and I was I was almost expecting to be ridiculed <laughs> and I was ready and waiting for it. Um, and uh, that, to be fair, that didn't happen. But I think there's a negativity around these web-based platforms. And for, for people in the situations which you described before about a, non, a, a non-profit, um, for those that are starting up, for those small businesses, these web-based platforms are absolutely um are ideal and even if they they have no idea about technology they're a complete technophobe they can even you know they can come to you guys and they can get a wee uh, website built in you know uh, in a very short turnaround i'm, I'm expecting um yeah. because of because of the platform and it can be done like that and obviously if they want to they can do it themselves and that's that's why i want to sort of put that put that message out there because i think you're absolutely right it's interesting you're saying about you know the seo optimization and being able to put facebook pixel on that i think that's a really good sign and let's be honest there, there are other seo sort of ranking metrics as we call it which is uh, which do have an effect but I'm, I'm trying to think of them now and you know we're talking about site speed uh, and we're talking about things like that but at the end of the day i suppose that's very much in the hands of the weebly people and i'm I'm going to probably guess that they spend a lot of time and a lot of money making sure that, you know, their servers are up to standard, their servers are quick, you know, you're not going to be have to worry about, you know, on site speed optimization stuff, because everything they've got is within their platform, and it should already be optimized before it even gets there and things like that. So, you know, there's a lot of negativity around whether Oh, you know, and you gave a fantastic example about the uh, the mobility scooter before mm-hmm. about these websites can rank and they will rank as long as you have a suitable amount of, I suppose, SEO knowledge to be able to go along with it. And I suppose you could liaise with an expert regarding that. But it's possible. It's not impossible. And I, I want people to know that I don't want people to believe if when they're told you'll never get a Weebly website to rank. I don't want people to believe them about that. Would you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. Like I said to you, the Weebly website I set up in two and a half hours ranked number one on Google for two years. And there was no black hat stuff there. It's all white hat. And basically I found that <laughs> keeping it as simple as possible, I found that there was a particular page on my website that people loved and when I went onto that page, what was it? It was useful, it was informative, and it was educating. Yeah. And that's the simple... All of which are not... Yeah, and there was no fancy yeah, keywords but... on there. I was just telling people what the scooter was and just giving them a few ideas on dimensions and stuff. And apparently, and I don't know, it's by luck or whatever it was, people were interested in it, so they used it. And I think that's what it is. If I think Google don't really care how much your website costs as long as it's useful to someone. Yeah. And, and, you know, the the things that you mentioned there, you know, those those ranking metrics are not are not based on the platform. You're talking about content and value for a user. And that is not dedicated by a platform which you build your website on. That's dedicated by um, the, the stuff that you put on that website. And that's dedicated by the content that you write and create and the images you put on and creating that journey. And, and that's the stuff that, like I say, Google will actually care about when it comes to their when it comes to their algorithm. So, I think there is a lot of negativity around that. So moving on just ever so slightly, obviously you did decide for your business um, to move on to a, a WordPress website. And I think this is a, a really interesting thing because, uh, you know, there is there is a, a level of, 
um, limitation that you probably get to on a web-based platform. There'll probably be some kind of um, limitation when it comes to the functionality within your site that you that you require. What what was it from from your experience? And, and do tell the story. You know what was it that made you decide to move to a WordPress a WordPress website, which you which you're looking to do now? Have you got it live yet? Actually, that was the well, next question. Yeah, well, it's, it's funny. It's funny mentioned. Was the website's complete now? We've got it onto our I think onto a hosting service. So now we're just a case of finalizing the typos and the grammar and probably going to do a soft launch. And I suppose it depends when you're listening to this podcast. I mean, you could go on and check. I mean, the website is. Um, soc-med.co.uk so that's soc-med.co.uk so have a look at it um, so like I say it depends when you look at it when you look at it but at the moment we have still got the Weebly website it's still up and running content apparently is great however we were I suppose coming to answer your question we now realise there are certain things that our customers like there are certain certain packages that our customers want to see, read more about, and um, people don't like moving from page to page. So, um, for example, if you go into a website these days, some of the modern ones, all the menus are on the same page, I and mean, when you click on it, the page just goes further down, if you know what I mean, mm-hmm. rather than going to a separate page. I'm sure someone like yourself has probably got the technical term for that. Um, it, as, as a non-developer, and you've put me on right on the spot there, but as a non-developer, <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to I'm gonna make it sound smart and I'm going to call them anchor points, but I'm not entirely sure that's the right terminology. Yeah, yeah well, okay then. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, so, so basically, now we realise that we had to move to something like this. And once again, uh, the, one of the key areas was the SEO capabilities. So the SEO capabilities of the current website were there, but the more work we would do on it, eventually we we're going to have to move to WordPress just because we needed certain pages to work quicker because of the way we wanted it to work on mobile. I mean, we're becoming a bit more bespoke, I suppose. You become a bit more, I don't know what the right word is, but you become a bit more fussy, don't you? Yeah. When you first start a website off, you're just kind of really impressed with the fact that the domain you bought is on the World Wide Web and people can access <laughs> it. And in your mind's eye, you think the whole world is actually reading through your website the way you do and you're checking for every comma and every spelling mistake and everything because you believe that, oh God, if someone's going to read that. I mean, I don't know, I must have put in like 600 manpower hours over the last three years onto my website. And that's me, <laughs> myself, and within the team because you're obsessed with it. You, the website almost becomes a part of you and you want, and even though customers don't read every word on your website, you still need to make sure it's right and you still have a image that you want to portray but yeah we've had to move now because we know what certain aspects our customers want so we've tailored the website to look more towards that we wanted the we wanted some future capabilities so we've not installed them yet but we've built the platform on the foundations to allow us to do that in the future that's interesting and i want to get across obviously that you know you've decided to do that over a gradual process the weebly site has worked has worked for you you know you just said you put in so many so many man hours in in you know carefully developing in a, in a kind of agile form you carefully develop it mm-hmm. develop that site um to to what what it is that you wanted and just like you would you know just like you would in any kind of agile project management sort of uh, system you've now decided right the next step for us to do is 
to do this because I, I can come up with, uh, I know I've lorded over web-based builders all this time. Um, you know, you can come up with certain elements from an SEO point of view where it might not be capable. I'm thinking things like, um, I don't, you know, schema tagging might be difficult and that's becoming very prominent now in terms of, um, in terms of voice search. Um, you're talking about certain levels, you know, if you wants to go multilingual, although I suppose in certain cases, multilingual might be possible on web-based platforms. Um, <laughs> it's- it's, it's, so sorry to interrupt. No, no. It's funny you mentioned that on our on our Weebly website, as it stands at the moment, we have a page in Mandarin. Oh, really? Because uh, we, have, we have we have we have a, we had a, we have a, we had one customer in China, and we just said, right, we need a Chinese part of the website. <laughs> so uh, I don't know how many people actually visit it, but yeah, we have a page. So the Weebly allows you to have a page in Chinese. So uh, That's yeah, <laughs> there is a multilingual. Yeah, it's uh, looking looking at we have some of the team who's uh, who's done. Um, business studies and uh, he specialized in mandarin and chinese business don't know how we don't, don't uh, the, how we came to employ him and work with him is a really long story but yeah uh, he's a very very niche uh a niche employee but he's top lad so um, yeah he helped us build the chinese part of the website. he essentially did all the translating <laughs> excellent oh no, translating i think it's also the people expect i think that's when you get them cultural differences uh, people in China expect to read the website in a certain way and they want to know more things about you they want to know you more personally and they want to know exact personal information and they want like a, a dollar for dollar figure I mean I suppose pound for pound yeah. or one whatever currency they, they're using but they, they have a very different approach so that page of the website has to read in a completely different way to the rest of the website because of what once again that's the value in knowing um, I suppose, cultural differences in business. So I, I suppose the last thing I want to say on the WordPress thing is, have you, how long has this process been for you? So have you, have you attempted to essentially mirror the site that you have currently um, over a long period of time? Because obviously that doing that all in one go would be maybe quite an offset in terms of cost. But have you tried to mirror the site that you have now and then you're going to perform the improvements on it? Are you worried about making that transition from an SEO point of view and things like that? Yeah, I, I, it's funny you mentioned that. I'm, I'm, I'm actually, we've got the new website. It's all ready to go. And there's a part of me that's thinking, I actually prefer the the Weebly website. I'd rather just stick with that. But I mean, we spent a lot of money on the new website, so we kind of have to do it. But I think I've that emotional attachment, and it's kind of I think to myself, oh god, that page got us this client and that client's testimonials and this and that. And I mean, there's probably some parts of the Weebly website that we have now that look better than the new WordPress one we've got. But I think it's just we've always. I mean, one of the things I see as a marketer is that you always have to be ahead of the curve. Mm always be planning for the future so the website we've built now has given us a platform to be working really really well in two years time so we're anticipating certain changes to happen in the market and i've spoke to the developer and said this needs to happen now so in the future i can just basically add it on so rather than someone saying oh we need to build a brand new website we've kind of planned for us so we've done a lot of work in the background to make sure we're future proofing the website and to make sure that we're in a position to be ahead of the curve and basically all the latest technology or, or all the latest expectations of our customer have been able to put on there. But once again, we're, we're literally in a transition phase now, so we're probably going to do the launch. Obviously, multi-channel, we can't just launch the website. We'll do a soft launch mm. first and let people know about it and then take it from there. That's excellent. I have one, I have one last question. I know I said that was the last question before. I've got another question now. Uh, and this is, 
This is more of a professional interest. Uh, you know, when, when you're um, building these, um, these Weebly sites for, for your clients, do so you find it's um, a lot easier to work with them on a content point of view, getting content onto their, onto their website? Do you find it's a lot easier to work with that through the Weebly platform than it would, it be, than it would be for, say, something which, you know, is quite complicated when we're talking about something like WordPress? I know, I know it sort of sells itself as a very innate sort of platform, but it requires that technical yeah. knowledge. Do you find it easier with a web-based platform? I agree with you 100% there because people have, for years have been saying, oh, yeah, just do it on WordPress. It's dead easy. Mm. When you go on WordPress, you think, well, bloody hell, mate. I mean, it's it's okay. It's quite straightforward. I'm not, I don't have to be Zuckerberg to start coding it, but it's not as simple as you make no. out. Where when I go on Weebly, it's just like literally drag and drop. I mean, it's, it is literally idiot-proof. Yeah. It's a bit like... Um, I mean, I, can't, I suppose it's easy than Microsoft Word. With Microsoft Word, sometimes it's a bit funny to get things. But well, they've changed it. They changed it to death, haven't they? That's the problem. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I think yeah. I think they're just trying to be like Apple, but trying to price themselves out the market. But that's a different. That's a different story. story. Yeah. We'll bring you back for that story. <laughs> oh no, no, yeah, 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 yeah. I just think. Uh, I think Microsoft's answer to everything is, well, let's price ourselves the same as Apple, and then people will think we're the same. But, uh, but yeah, but no, no, I've got a bit of a gripe with that. But yeah, Weebly, literally, I pick up on the left hand side of the picture, just drag it to the middle, put the picture where you want, put the text where you want. So the uploading the text is you do uploading the copy of the pictures, but you always get back to that thing about creating original content. So a customer, one of a customer might say to us, "Oh, just put something about us on the about us page," and I'll say, "Well." tell me what to put on the about us page or oh, just make something up just put it on and i'll be like well tell me a little bit about your hmm. company and then even just give me 10 bullet points and we'll get our copywriter onto it and she'll make it sound really really nice but we need to have some sort of foundation so i think adding the adding the copy the pictures the content very very easy but i suppose uh, the, the age-old problem of creating original content. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's on the website in the first place. Yeah, that's the uh, that's that's the clincher usually, isn't it? Uh, it and that's that comes down to I suppose educating educating people about that um, and making sure that they they understand that original original content is well, content is king. I suppose if I wanted to use the cliche. Um, one last thing, then, if if people look, sorry, go on. No, no, I was going to say that's, but once again, don't be too hesitant. Don't think, oh, I need to create ex excellent content. I need to do this. Just get it done. Write anything you want. If you're not sure what to put on the About Us page, just write anything. If you're a blogger, people, sometimes people don't want something that's too manufactured. They just want something that's real. I mean, you hear a lot of people these days, they don't, they don't watch all these programs like X Factor and all these other manufactured programs. They say, oh, it's not original stuff. It's just done for effect. And people are telling you there, that's free marketing information to say people don't want to be set up. They want to mm. see what their originality is. They want to see about your character. So if you're a blogger and you want to go to your blog page, write as much as you want about yourself. Put a picture up on you. It doesn't have to be a, a headshot that's been uh, that's been photographed by some fancy photographer. Just get it done. And then once yeah. you go from there, if someone starts complaining and saying, don't have that picture there, that looks ridiculous, That's then change it. But yeah. to keep it simple and just kind of go for it, give yourself the best opportunity. 
And that goes, that goes the same for not just, not just photographs or websites or, or anything like that. That goes the same for, for copy and content, you know, get something up and then, then go back to it. You know, refreshing yeah. your content is as valuable as creating the content in the first place. So, you know, go, go back, go back and look at it after a couple of weeks, after a couple of months. And, you know, you, when you're in that position, you're not so sort of clouded by creating the content in the first place. I think, I think you're absolutely right. And that mindset is absolutely key and very punk, which I like a lot. Um, <laughs> uh, one, one last thing. Uh, if someone's looking to, um, a, a small business, a startup, any, anybody like that, or, or even a nonprofit, like you mentioned, which I keep forgetting to mention when I do that, uh, do that, you know, if someone's looking to do this, have you got any tips, hot tips, um, on, getting a website up on a web-based platform or what they should be thinking about creating? Should they have a brand, a logo ready and waiting? What should they be doing? What are the tips? I'd, yeah, the, the two tip, the two things I would definitely say to you is just get it done either way. You either, If you're feeling uh, adventurous, go onto Weebly now, sign up. It'll literally take you five minutes and then have a little bit of a play around on it. And even just launch the website with the Weebly domain name. Make it, call it anything you want. Mm. Uh, my my amazing blog.weebly.com or whatever you want to call it and just get it done. And then, or if you don't want to do that, <laughs> give someone like us a call and just say, hey, Kaz, I'm on Weebly. I don't really fancy it much, but you say you can do it for next to nothing or you can do it at a really good price. We'll get you to come in. We'll sit down with you, show you how we do it, and then just say, right, on your way. It's a bit like we'll do like the, I suppose, a bit like stabilizers. We'll help you because the whole idea of Weebly is that you can help yourself. But if you need a bit of help from us, yeah, we'll we'll charge you a small fee for doing it or whatever, how many hours, hours it takes us. And then at least you're on your way. We'll show you how to use it. We want to empower people. We don't want to just say, right, every time you need something, you have to ring the developer. With at this level, you don't need excuse me, you don't need other people to give you a hand. You just need to be able to do it yourself. And then if you become a really successful business, turning over thousands or even millions or whatever it might be, then you'll say, right, I need a really fancy website now. And then they can get in contact with someone like yourself or I can refer you on to refer. I can, they can come to me and I'll refer them on to you. Oh, uh, well, please, please. I'd love it. <laughs> what I will say, and I think you are absolutely right in, in what you say. There is, I, I uh, and this is key to everything that I do in terms of digital marketing punk. And that is there is a massive disconnect between a client and what is actually happening and what is going on. And there's a massive dis disconnect because, you know, it's all technical, it's all geeky, it's all nerdy um, and that kind of thing. And you're right. When you said the word empowerment, then um, I smiled a little bit because you're absolutely right. We, you know, you have to empower the people that you're working with through education. And yeah, they might not be able to go away and then create code or write some code, but they mm. are empowered enough to be able to do what they need to do well. Um, and that's how they succeed. And I think I think you're absolutely right, Kaz, in what you just said, because that that's fantastic. And I think as a starting point, yeah. what you provide and the service you do is is absolutely bang on perfect. Um, so uh, uh, yeah, there's been it's been a really interesting conversation, uh, Kaz. Thank you so much yeah. for coming on. Can I just add something? Of course. On the bit that you mentioned about coding. The other thing about Weebly, what it allows you to do is, for example, I wanted to have my Twitter feed on one of the websites that I run. Hmm. So I just so you go to Twitter, there's a code on there, you copy and paste it and put it onto your Weebly website. Before you know it, your Twitter feed is on there. Everybody else thought, wow, Kaz, that was amazing. And I was like, 
you know, it was an amazing two minutes that took me from one tab to another and copy and pasted it. And even and there's a lot of things out there that you can do on things like Weebly for nothing. I mean, I have, I have a, uh, a social media client who works with me on more on the branding side mm. of it. So uh, he wants to raise his profile and be known as a certain thing in his field. Today, I know yesterday he was having a conversation and saying, right, Kaz, I've done this. And he mentioned his website developer. He says, yeah, he's just charged me for a few hours for some GDPR work. And I said, what do you mean GDPR work? He says, well, he charged me five hours. And I went on his website and there was a little, uh, I don't know what they call it, a flap or a, or a call to action box that came up and it says something about GDPR, yes yeah. or no. And that was it. And there was a little call out box and I thought, they've charged you five hours of that. <laughs> And I mean, I don't want to embarrass him and start saying, and he, and he went, yeah, yeah, he said I had to do it. It was the law. I said, it is the law. And in the back of my mind, I was thinking, Weebly did that for me yeah. for nothing. Yeah. That was just part of the system. And when I go to my website, I saw it the other day and I went, oh, yeah, I didn't realize that. Why have they put that on there? And obviously, they put it on for GDPR, but Weebly didn't take my permission or anything. They just did it. They probably sent me an email at some point and saying, we're adding this to your website, but they didn't charge me for that. And my one of my clients, um, because we, obviously we work with him from a social media point of view. Mm. He always had a website set up. I'm not mentioning his name for obvious <laughs> reasons because I've just had a developer. <laughs> but his is developer charged him five hours to put this little call to action up. And is obviously he was frightened. He's in a quite a professional field. So he didn't want to take any chances. And he's paid a developer five pound times whatever hourly rate he's being charged. And that was kind of a bit of a, it just, one of those moments and I thought to myself, God, look at that. We did it from nothing. And, and this guy's been charged a lot of money. So it's, uh, so yeah, I mean, it, it's a bit of a, it's, it's a bit of a safety net. It's not bespoke, fantastic website, but I tell you what, you get your, you get, you get, um, you get your money's worth definitely. And you get results as well more than anything. Absolutely. And that's the key. And, and you made another good point there, which is, you know, it, it is one of my bugbears, a massive bugbear. It's one of the reasons that I decided to set up Digital Marketing Punk was, was this idea of fleecing clients for money for things like GDPR. I mean, I'm sure we could have a conversation for hours, Kaz, about GDPR <laughs> and its implications on websites, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but we're and not for I, everyone. <laughs> no, no, we don't want everyone to fall asleep. Um, but um, uh, but you're, you're absolutely right. And it's, it's part of that. There, there is... There's no need to do that. It's not, and I, I don't know the client. I've not seen the website. I know it's not five hours work to yeah. put, a, a, you know, a cookies policy um, a banner on top of on top of a website or anything like that. It's it's just not the case, and um, that that is terrible. And for for you to be able to, you know, turn around to your clients obviously and just say, well, we can help you out on this, and we can do this. That's that's really fantastic. And there's it's good to know there's still good, honest people in the digital world because <laughs> sometimes they're hard to come by. Yeah, we're holding them all up by ourselves, aren't we? <laughs> we are. They're on our shoulders, yeah. <laughs> uh, Kaz, uh, please do tell everybody where they can find uh, your business on the web and where they can find you on social media and everywhere. Tell them uh, Tell them where they can find you. Yeah, um, and you can have a social media tip while you're at it. So if you're if you're looking for me, you go onto any social media and just type in Kaz Lalji. That's K-A-Z-L-A-L-J-E-E. So whether you're on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, um, it's just Kazlalji or at Kazlalji. Um, if you want to look at the website, it's uh, obviously all the W's, sock-med.co.uk. So that's S-Sierra, O-Oscar, C-Charlie, dash M from 
Mike, e for echo D for Delta, .co .uk. So you can find us there. And um, I'm sure, like you say, in the, in the text menu next to this um, podcast, you can put my phone number. So if anybody wants just some free advice, just drop me a message or something. We'll put my mobile number on the on the. I suppose on how we send this out, but I don't want to spend the next three minutes reading my mobile number out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll put the mobile number onto uh, onto the uh, the uh, the podcast page. Don't you worry, uh, and it'll be linked everywhere as well. So don't worry about that. Uh, Kaz, thank you very much for spending the time speaking to me. It's been uh, it's been fantastic. It's been insightful because, like I say, I didn't know much about web based uh, website builders at all until you had this conversation. So, and thank you very much for responding to my LinkedIn post asking for people to talk to you about. So, <laughs> The power of social media, hey? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, so, Kaz, thank you very much indeed. Oh, thank you for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. So that was my conversation with Kaz Lalji. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. I certainly found it very, very interesting. Please do go and find him all on cross social media just by searching his name, Kaz Lalji, apparently. Uh, so um, I hope you enjoyed it. It certainly changed my mind about web-based builders quite significantly, to be honest. I thought they were just um, a little bit of a fad, really. Not a fad, but you know, they weren't really providing the same possibilities as, uh, as websites like... Um, WordPress and things like that so I thought it was really interesting to get Kaz's point of view on that and he's certainly changed my mind and I think he's absolutely right in what he says if you want to get a website built for your business as soon as possible as quickly as possible don't hold about just get it done and get it do done through one of these web-based builders if you're not confident with them um, using one uh, you know actually going into the developer side or creating one through WordPress then use something, use something like Weebly. I think I strongly recommend it now. And you can always transition uh, to a WordPress site. Speaking of WordPress, coming up on the next episode of the Digital Marketing Punkcast, I'm going to have Ben Furphy on the show. Uh, he's a developer who specializes in WordPress. He's going to be talking to me about WordPress, um, whether you should be considering a WordPress website, when it's good to use, when it's not good to use. Um, it's going to be really interesting. And I hope you will join me for that episode. Episode. Thank you very much for listening uh, on this episode and uh, thank you very much for all the wonderful feedback that I've had over the previous episodes as well. Um, people getting in touch saying they've been listening um, saying they've been subscribing and messaging me and things like that. So thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy, busy day uh, to listen to this little punky uh, podcast. So thank you so much. I hope you'll join me on the next one. I hope you'll subscribe. Please leave a review on whatever platform that you feel fit. Um, iTunes or um, obviously I'm now on the Google new app, uh, Google's new podcast app, which is very, very exciting. I had to go and find out whether I was or not. And I was, which is wonderful. Um so you can now subscribe to me on the Google Podcast app. Obviously, as a massive Google fan myself, I very much enjoy that. Um, it does mean that I ha now have to weigh up the consideration between changing from my podcast app of choice, which is uh, Pocket Cast on the Android uh, device, or m and moving over to the Google Podcast. And I'm not sure I'm there yet. I'm not sure I'm willing 
to take that leap. It's a very big decision for me. Very big decision. Anyway, um, thank you so much. If you do want to get in touch with me uh, or find me in any way, do please search me on LinkedIn, Thomas Marriott, or you can go and find uh, me on Facebook at Digital Marketing Punk. Uh, at Digital Marketing Punk, not at Digital Marketing Punkcast. At Digital Marketing Punk. You can find me on Twitter, just, uh, Twitter as well at Digital underscore Punk. Um, yeah, go and find me. Talk to me. Let me know what you think of the podcast, and I will see you very soon for the next episode, all about WordPress for startups and small businesses on the Digital Marketing Podcast.